How are you guys doing? So I guess the question I'm going to start off with is, what do you do when you feel like you feel as if your soul, the very inside of you is dirty, where it feels as if no matter how many things you do, no matter how many things you say, no matter all the places you and all the places you go, you try and make up for the things that you've done, for the mistakes you've made, for the poor decisions, for the lives you've hurt. All those things, what do you do when it seems as if anything that you do, it doesn't seem to be enough? You see, you may have a PhD, you may have a college degree, you may have the house, the car, you may have everything that this world says will give you satisfaction, but yet you still find yourself at night wondering why you're still empty, wondering why you still don't have peace, wondering why you still have that alcoholic addiction. Wondering why you still have that sexual addiction. Wondering why you still have that anger, that bitterness that is in your heart. Wondering why you still can't win the approval of the of your loved ones, even though you've gotten all the things that this world says will give you happiness. You see, you cannot make up for sins through penance. You cannot make up for sins by trying to be a better person. Jesus Christ came and he shed his blood on the cross. And that blood, his blood is the only is is the all is the only solution for our sin. His blood is the only only thing that washes us clean. It's his blood, not our own, not our works, not our penance, not how many times we can go to a place and try and make up for the things we have done. It's his blood that makes us whole. It's his blood that cleanses us from the inside out. It's his blood that does all of that. So it doesn't matter whether you've, you, you, you're rich or you're poor. It doesn't matter whether you have degrees or not. Jesus Christ came for all. See, God is not a respecter of persons. What he has done for one person, he will do for the next person. But you have to understand one thing. In order for our sins to be wiped away, we must come to him in repentance. Because without repentance, there is no remission or in other words, there is no cancellation of sin. So if you want your sins to be canceled, if you want your record to be wiped clean, you come to Jesus Christ in repentance. What does repentance mean? I am going in one direction and now I make a complete turn in the other direction. So your direction might be might be sin. Your direction might be hell. Your direction might be in a certain way. But when I meet Jesus, I make a complete turn in the other direction now towards his way, towards his will, towards his purpose for my life, for your life. That is repentance. And when we repent, his blood, like a cleaning agent, wipes away our sin, washes away our sin. And then our names are now written in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. See, that is that is what the gospel is about. His gospel of Jesus Christ, it empowers you to live a life that is pleasing to God, to live a life that is pure before him, to live a life that is set apart before him. There may be some of you that are listening to this and you've given your life to God and it seems as if it feels like you're weird. It feels like things just don't seem right or just or it seems like you are you are different from everybody else. Could it be that that's God's marking on your life because you no longer belong to the world. You now belong to him. You no longer belong to the former things, the old things. You now belong to him. 
So instead of trying to fit in with everybody else, perhaps you should be looking to seek the face of God. Because God is, is, is looking at you to be the person who will go into the world and will bring people that are lost into his kingdom. But in order for that to happen, you cannot look like the world, talk like the world, speak like the world, be like the world to try and save the world. You have to be called out from the world. He called you out from darkness and brought you into his marvelous light. He wants you to come out from among them, come out from the stuff, come out from the distractions, come out from all these things that the world is saying will give you life and you come to him. And when you come to him, he empowers you to be able to go into the world to bring out, to bring, to, to, to rescue the lost sheep. You see, that's what, that's what the kingdom of God is about. That's what his calling is about. So perhaps you may look like, oh, I feel like I'm weird or I feel like this and that. Perhaps that's God's marking on your life to let you know that you no longer belong to the world. You belong to me. But here's the thing. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve the world and try and serve Jesus at the same time. You will love one and you will hate the other. And that just breeds frustration. You know, the Bible also says in James that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think he will receive anything from God. One day you believe God for this, another day you believe you're, you're doubting God. One day you believe God for this, another day you're doubting God. The Bible says that we should set our minds on the things above and not on the things of the earth. When you set your minds on things above, when you set your mind on things about where Christ is seated, you are not able to face the things of the world with confidence in who God is. And you're not able to love your enemy recognizing that your identity is in God. So therefore, because your identity is in God, you know that man is not your enemy. You know, you're not able to speak to the spirit behind that person that is that is acting out. But if you set your mind on the things of the world, on the, on, on the earthly things, then you will live in self-preservation mode, meaning you're not going to see people as your enemy. You're not going to isolate yourself. And then you now become food for the enemy's table. My prayer today is that you do not become food for the enemy's table, but that rather you sit at God's table because he has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. On that table is his body. On that table is his blood. That is what we feast on. That is what we drink on so that we're able to go into the world and be light of the world. We're able to go into the, into the world and, 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 and be like Jesus in the world. See, some people, the only Bible they'll ever read is your life. The only Bible they'll ever see is your life. So if you're feasting on the word of God, which is his body, if you're feasting on the blood of Jesus Christ, if you're feasting on that, you're drinking on that, guess what? Whatever, whatever you eat, that is who you are. You are what you eat. So if you're feasting on that, that is what you reflect to the world. But if you're feasting on fear, if you're feasting on worry, if you're feasting on doubt, if you're feasting on all these other things, then how then can the light of God shine in your life? So I just want to, I just want to make you think about one, who it is that you're serving, and two, because the scripture says that we should examine ourselves to make sure that we're still in the faith, 
to examine yourself. Am I still in the faith? Am I still serving God? Or am I serving myself? Am I serving my dreams, my aspirations, my will? Is it about me or is it about him? Is it about his will or is it about what I want? You see, there are different types of Christians. There's a Christian that says, Lord, let your will be done. And there's the other Christian that says, Lord, I'm going to use you to, 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 to do my own will, to do my, my own thing. Which camp do you belong in? So I just want to, to I just want to to want you to think about that and to examine yourself to see if you're still in the faith. You know, there's a scripture I think is in Psalm 139 at the ending, and it says, Search me, O God, and see and see if there's any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of righteousness. Lead me in the right way. So I want to encourage you today to ask to pray that prayer and say, Search me, O God, and see if there's any wicked way in me. Jesus Christ is not coming back for a bride that is full of spots. Jesus Christ is coming back for a bride that is clean, that is pure, that is holy. Not by our own strength, but by the grace of God. God bless you.